welcome to another playoff edition of the Hot Hot Hoops podcast. I'm Brandon Perno, joined here by Matt Hannafin. We are here post-game. Um, the Heat, in a very, very gutsy performance, and in a shorthanded gutsy performance, fall to the Knicks in the final minutes. Matt, I'm going to go to you, man. How are you feeling? I mean, this is a game that New York had to win when the injury report came out before the game that, okay, Brunson and Randall are both active, but most importantly, Jimmy's not active. Um, And we've seen before Miami squeak out performances shorthanded without Jimmy in the regular season over the last several years. Like this isn't like a new thing. Of course, they were also missing Tyler and they were missing Vic, which also really hurt late. Um, But this was a game that I thought Miami had within its grasp in the final six, seven minutes and it completely squandered it. I think the most importantly, I'm going to keep hammering this in because I, I know the audience is probably sick of it by now, but like rebounding. Miami got out-rebounded. If these numbers are right, I know I messed it up last, last time I did this. Miami's, they got out-rebounded by 16, including 25 to 15 in the fourth quarter. Like that cannot happen. They got... I think six offensive rebounds in the first, in the fourth quarter, they had seven offensive rebounds through the first three or so it was something like that. No, then no, they finished with 11 offensive rebounds. They got six in the final quarter. So they had five. And so it's like, I know it was like the mini hearts, like the Hardenstein tips. And I mean, we could talk about the officiating, the late game officiating all day, which also wasn't great. The Scott Foster, like when Kyle Lowry got elbowed in the face to the ground and they called a foul on Kyle Lowry. The uh, the Gabe Vincent shot, I think grazing or it wasn't. I don't think it was. Oh, yeah, Caleb, Caleb Martin, in, but the Caleb shot Martin that grazed the rim. Yeah, Gabe got it laid it in, but they call the shot clock violation. Like it was very clearly, very clearly hit the rim, and then the four point play where I mean they still would have gotten three free throws out of it anyways, but um, they call it a four point play to cut it within two, I think. Hart hits the or Jalen Jalen comes back hits a jumper and then he and Hart both hit two threes to put them up three. I think Brunson hits another jumper to put them up five and it just felt like that completely took the win out of Miami sales. I think that last one was a floater, whatever I mean, it was. But it was just like just little shit like that. Like Miami cannot get bodied on the glass like that again. We're gonna talk about it all series. It's very hard to box out Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein. It it's very hard and Bam can't do it all by himself. But it's just I was. I felt a little bit unimpressed with the effort on the defensive glass, at least more so today than I was on uh, Sunday. But a part of that was because Miami was playing zone like 80% of the game. And so again, in a zone defense, it's harder to rebound because you're in a zone. You're not on one guy. It's just, it's harder. It's harder to rebound. That's one of the things. That's one of the the deficiencies of playing zone. That's the draw. You're not, you're not guarding a man. You're just, you're in an area and yeah, you have to collapse towards the middle, but it's harder to box out when you have bodies flying everywhere and you're not, and one's not necessarily close to you all the time. Um, the Knicks did hit 16 threes. They hit set. They went seven of 34 on Sunday. They went 16 of 40 tonight. They had much better shooting efforts from Jalen Brunson who finished six of 10 from deep. Um, I mean, Miami also shot the bubble. I mean, like, RJ went five and nine from D. Julius Randle went three of nine. Like, I mean, obviously that's not great. Josh Hart hit a couple of threes. I think Miami can live with that over a seven game series, but at the same time, it's just, they were knocking down shots. But again, we can't, 
go without saying that Miami was too. They went 17 to 49 from deep. I know they went seven to 23 in the second half. And I think five of 14 in the fourth quarter, something like that. Um, so that wasn't as good, but it's like, they got valiant efforts from Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent who were good late. I mean, I, there was definitely some questionable shot selection late in that game from Gabe. Um, but again, when you're down, when you all of a sudden they go on a run, you're down five, you're, you're trying to do too much, but I don't think Gabe is like, I don't, I don't think Gabe was the only one who would have done that in that situation necessarily. Um, I mean, Duncan came in and hit three threes on the eight attempts. I mean, he had an all right. A really, a really he big one. defensively at the end. I really like. Honestly, I wanted to see more Duncan because man, he, he honestly he should have hit more threes because one like just went in and out and was like, yeah. That, there's a few that happened with he and Love that just went in and out. There's just oh like, yeah, okay, which there's not much you can do. But like they look I, good off the hand, but it's just again a make or miss league. And I know, I know. that stuff and, happens late in games. It's like I thought Miami like had a good grasp on it. I think they were up what I it was six with seven oh six left. And again, as yeah. I I'm not gonna go over that sequence again, but uh it was just an unfortunate like turn of events for Miami. And again, New York, that was a game that New York had to win. And it's now gone from a best of seven to a best of five. Miami just win two at home. You force a game five up three one in a series, but the Knicks are a good team. Like I mean, I mean the other I thing that like Jimmy Butler is walking through that door. Right, right. You know, that's the, the, the that's, that's the thing that that's the thing that I'm like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dismiss, but it's just like it's one of those things where it's a frustrating ass loss for Miami, even though they were without Jimmy Butler for the entire game. Like I'm trying I'm trying to give both sides of the coin with that because it's like Miami did have that game in grasp. They had a shot to go up 2-0. Again, there's anything can happen in a seven minute span, and so it's not like it's not like they were up six with two minutes left and they choked away a game or something like that. But it was like the Knicks did a good job in that final seven minutes, crashing the offensive glass, getting defensive stops and securing rebounds, like officiating outside outside of the officiating. Like it was the Knicks played well, especially late. And that was a big fourth quarter from them. Um, and that I think that like, again, we could, whine and complain about the officiating all day we can whine and complain about whatever yeah, the I, fact I, is I, the knicks played well late in that game and i didn't think miami played as well and they put and the knicks played good team basketball and it's like again they did that without jimmy butler on the floor obviously i think miami wins the game if jimmy butler's on the floor but that's he wasn't so that's i, th- I think like look it's it, here's the here's the main difference like you had it's a star-driven league at the end of the day and you had yep. the stars stepping up in that that final that final run. Like uh, I I just wrote it in the recap, but I mean, like the Heat were up. The everything was identical with the five minutes and thirty seconds in the game. The percentages, the shooting in in three and three point percentages were identical. It was nuts. Um, right. And then and then Jalen Brunson and Josh and and Julius Randle. And and then uh, we're finally oh Jalen Brunson was cooking us the entire second half. Uh, let, let, let me let me throw that out there just straight up because he was he was very very good tonight. And Julius Randle hit some really tough looks. He looked and he didn't look injured whatsoever anymore. And like that's that's great for the next. Um, and then Josh Hart hit some shots that he doesn't usually hit. He went from airballing shots in game one uh, from three to hitting some really big looks. So like RJ two at the beginning. I mean Miami was playing off him, but RJ was still knocking down shots. Oh yeah, what you have sixteen of their fantastic. first twenty three points? I a little bit of an afterthought in the second. Um, yeah, he was. 
Yeah, which is, that's when yeah, you get like, supplementary production elsewhere. And yeah, no, that's it. But it, like for Heat fans who are a little disappointed after uh, this loss, it's I honestly think I think it's it's hard it's hard to be disappointed after this loss. Like if you watch the Miami Heat during the regular season, like this was a treat. Like the Heat bench hasn't played like this in nearly eight to nine months. You know, um, it's it, it was like. I, you know, I think it was. Either. Well, I mean, in game, what was it? Game three. Yeah. Last round. I know. Game I know. four, whatever that game that fifty nine points. But like, like the cohesiveness, uh, like, like that was the thing that I oh, noticed. Okay. Got it. Was like the heat. This was a heat team that Matt we were, were we're on record writing and we're on record recording saying that why does this team have no chemistry? You know, yeah, this was not that team. This team is bought in. You know, you're getting you were getting contributions from Kevin Love. You're getting contributions from Kyle Lowry. You're getting huge. You're getting star like performances tonight from Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. You know, like um, that's that's where things are. You know, that's where it's like kind of a shame because <laughs> like you know, Gabe Vincent tonight would have been the star of the game, you know, like they would have national media would have had to highlight him uh, tomorrow. Like this man put up eight straight points, like in succession. Right. You know? And then dished right. it out to, uh, uh, to, to Martin for another three, like the heat were firing on all cylinders until they weren't. And that's like, and that's where, that's where things kind of get annoying. And it's like, I think there's, there's things to note in here. Like um, it's the playoffs. Everyone's banged up, but, Max, uh, after hitting two uh, really good looks and starting to heat up, took a really bad sh- uh, shot uh, trying to draw a charge, and he was hurt, and he didn't like he didn't look mobile out there. Uh, Caleb Martin was uh, holding his back, headed out of the game uh, tonight, and you know it's it's uh, I'm not I'm like I'm the Heat have been injured all playoffs. I'm not like I can't put anything on injuries. It's just uh, it's just a shame. Um, also, you know, in a close game like that, you want your closer, and uh, you know. Repping aloe yoga sitting on the bench was uh, was Jimmy Butler, you know, um, do, doing his thing. And uh, he was into it, but I would have much rather had him on the court. So it's a disappointing one, um, but it's like also hard to be disappointing because I had a, a lot of fun watching that game. It's so did I for the first 41 minutes. Again, it's just the re- again the thing that frustrates me personally, and again, I keep hammering, it's just the rebounding. When you get outboarded by 16 and when you get outboarded by 10 in the final quarter, like that shit makes a difference in the end. And it did make a difference tonight. I mean, they had what for the game? They had 16 second chance points in the fourth quarter. I believe they had 11. And my tomorrow, Miami only had two in the second quarter or in the, se- in, in the fourth quarter. Excuse me. Like that makes a difference in the end. Um. Oh, excuse me. I think in fourth quarter, my, Knicks had five and Heat had nothing. And then it was the second half that they had 11 too. keep reading the box score wrong. I should probably know how to learn how to read better after bad losses or whatever the case is. But no, in, in, in any way, it's in any way. it was it's the emotion. It's tough. No, it's just it's just like it's just annoying because, again, I'm trying to keep it in perspective, though, because it's like, again, they're without Jimmy Butler. But this is just a game that Miami unfortunately lost and also let's address one thing uh a little bit of an elephant in the room not elephant in the room let's just talk about some other guys for a moment um 
Haywood Highsmith provided some pretty good first half hits. I know yes. you're gonna go. On, I know you're gonna go on that thing about me liking Haywood Highsmith. Yeah, your favorite player. favorite Heat player, which is not true. Uh, for the record, but, Matt's Matt's favorite Heat player is Caleb Martin. Well, no, it's Jimmy, but Caleb's probably my. <laughs> I, if I were to do a ranking of my favorite, for, for, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I I rephrase. Matt's favorite deep cut Heat player. Is Caleb Martin. Okay. All right. Okay. That's fair. I was going to, I'm trying to like come up with the rankings, man. We'll save that for next. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, look, you're right. Haywood Highsmith, uh, he was key and he was hitting shots, you know, and his defense is always like, is always great. Um, honestly, like he's, uh, he's come up big in the playoffs so far. I've been, I've been very impressed with him and, you know, and I, I'm sorry, Haywood, I shat on you for a big chunk of the season, man. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, take yeah. your medicine. No, I take, I'll, like I'll take my medicine. He would, uh, he would, you know, that he's coming up. He's, provide, he's providing, he's providing some great, great playoff minutes. So hope to see more from him. Um, you know, filling that. I'd say he's filling that PJ Tucker role pretty well. Like when he needs. Oh, to. I mean, I don't know if anyone can fill the PJ Tucker role. Not even PJ Tucker. Zero, yeah, zero, especially zero, after last year, man. Like, you well, I, did you see that video of him like cussing out Paul Reed on the bench? Yes, that was very funny. <laughs> but it's also like I wonder how many times he did that in Miami to like I don't know to to Duncan or whatever. Right? Who the heck knows? But it's still a very funny video, and we we love you, PJ, even though you are on a conference rival. But uh, also, Bam only had ten shots. Yeah, uh, and, and that you that's know that's a little concerning. I mean, not concerning, but like. It, it again. It, it feels like they're not running enough stuff for him, and it's like I know you want your your best player available to create his own, but it's like when you're not when you're not, then it's that that feels like a problem. I mean, they were getting stuff to him in the high post, and they were running and they were running stuff like they were running multiple off ball actions. Like remember the first play, of the second half, it was they ran a Struce like weak side uh, stagger screen on a pin down and Brunson overplayed Struis gets the backdoor cut, boom layup. But like, it just doesn't feel like they're running enough actions for Bam or at least getting him the ball enough. But again, like it's the same. We keep talking about the same thing over and over again. It's, it, it's, it's getting a little bit repetitive and, and annoying, but like it, it is, but it's like also for a hot sack there, I was, I was ready to eat my words because Bam came out swinging he was aggressive to start. He was driving. He was trying to create his own looks. And when he did create his own looks, they mostly fell. Like he was efficient. It's just uh it's just one of those where you're absolutely right. Like, I think it's like we all want Bam to be a superstar. Um, and I'm I'm sure Bam wants to be a superstar too, and he's more than capable. Like another thing, too, is like the people who write off Bam, uh, you're writing off a 25-year-old. Uh, this guy is not even in his NBA physical prime yet. He's going to get better. You know, like when did Chris Bosch add the three really into his game? You know, like uh, Bam can go down that track. And honestly, he's getting close to doing so. It's just uh, it's, it's it's also just we need to take into account the fact that Bam is not a wing. You know, it's a lot easier for a Caleb Martin and a Gabe Benson to go create their own shot. Bam, like Bam needs and this is where, and this is where I wish Lowry got a little bit more minutes tonight. Um, you know, I mean, thirty-one minutes. It's nothing to stop chat. But, yeah, it's still point. Yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess I should rephrase that and be like, I wish Lowry, Lowry had more, um, 
Lowry went to Bam more for the two man game because when he did, and I wrote in the recap, it was very fruitful. You know, like uh, like they have they have very good chemistry, um, and I would have liked to see more pick and morals, more pick and pops uh, with Bam to try to get him going a little bit, especially down the stretch because Bam is uh, Bam is a good fourth quarter performer, and um, you know, and I think when you're in a scoring drought, I think going to your all star is probably a good look, especially if you know, what had been working for the majority of the game, which was uh, Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent just absolutely lighting it up is no longer working. Um, so, I mean, that's where, that's where I was a little disappointed, uh, but we're in complete agreement, man. Bam needs to get, um, Bam, Bam, like Bam needs help to get going and he can get going, but he can't, he's not going to be the one to create his own shot. I would say the contrary argument to all of that with me mentioning that and you going on that, Mm-hmm. not tangent, but you just going on that speech is they did hit 17 threes. And so when oh, yeah. in possessions where Bam necessarily wasn't necessarily getting involved, they were hitting shots. Um, and, and, I mean, you knew heading into this game without, you knew heading into this game without Jimmy, that it was going to be a he- healthy, steady dose of three point shots. And if it was just a matter of if those shots were going in would, heighten Miami ceiling, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, in order to win this game. And if they weren't hitting shots, they weren't going to win. If they were, they would have they would have had a much better chance, which is also dependent on how they were defensively and getting on transition and forcing turnovers and stuff like that. But when Bam necessarily wasn't getting involved, they were hitting threes. And so, I mean, it's a little bit of a give or take in a game like this. But again, you would still like to see Bam take more than 10 shots, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. And we're, that's what we're both trying to say for I mean, like, a decent stat line from Bam, too, and he got his rebounds. He played good defense. Like, you know, I would have, uh, you know, like, and plus he had six assists, too. Like, Bam, when he's not scoring, he's he's impacting the games in a lot of ways, and that's what makes him a special player. It's just, yeah, I hear you. He needs more shots. Um, and, uh, you know, at the same time, you're also – this is where it's annoying, too, because we can't even fucking argue – uh, here because we're pretty much saying the exact same things <laughs> um, where it's, yeah, it's, it's like they were, they were hitting threes, but like you feed the hot hand. That's just how you play basketball. And when you have Gabe Vincent morphing into um, a version, <laughs> a scoring version of Steve Nash, you know what I mean? Like uh, what, what are you, what are you going to do? You're going to ride that. You know, if you got, you got Caleb Martin uh, shooting threes out there, like he's prime JJ Redick. Um you have to ride that. And the heat did up until a certain point, it was just, um, it would have been a really cool game. If, you know, as you get to the certain point where Gabe and Caleb are playing so well that here comes Jimmy to close out the game. And maybe it's a sign of things to come, but now, now Gabe and Caleb are in the scouting report. So it gets a little bit more difficult. And we also know. One thing I would like to see more. Don't finish. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Man. I was going to say the one thing I want to see more with Bam is them running inverted pick and rolls with them. And yeah. just like more guard screening for him to get him going downhill. Mm. Um, and just guard screening in general. I mean, I know I tweeted this early in the game, but it's like they're hard hedging a lot of those screens. And a way to beat a hard hedge is to just slip the screen. And like, I mean, if you're going to have Max Strews or if you're going to have Gabe Vincent or Kyle Lowry or whomever screening for you, a way to counter that hard hedge is to just slip to the, like just slip to the three point line. Yeah. Um, and, or you could do like veer actions, which is this, that screener goes and sets a pin down on the weak side. And then you're setting yourself up for a two on one in that situation or whatever 
depending on where like the different like, help side defenders are. But it's like there's ways to counteract that. But it's just like if we can get Bam on an inverted pick and roll and him going downhill and then having like a Struce pop out for a three when they're already hard hedging, like that just forces more help. That opens up cutting lanes for whoever's whomever's on the weak side if there is anyone on the weak side. And it's just it helps the offense flow better. And it's like if you want to get Bam going downhill with Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein or Julius Randle on him. That's a way to do it. Like, yeah, you would have to get him in the high. You would have to get him an action in the high post, but it's still accomplishable. Like, you know, we we saw Caleb a lot bringing the ball up a lot tonight, and that was kind of like kind of the game plan hanging in, in the game um, of him just bringing the ball up and kind of initiating that offense out of that. But if we could just get like a Caleb slipping to the three point line, or heck, even him just cutting to the rim and forcing weak side help from there, like. That would definitely oh. help, but it'd just be like and there was there there was a few, I want to say a couple of plays where that happened with Bam and like they were they were screening for him. And it's just something that I've wanted to see all year from them, regardless of the screen coverage that New York is using. But just getting him down, like it helps him just get downhill, helps them create offense. And it's like we've seen Bam be good enough playmaker to where if there is someone on the weak side dunker spot or whatever the case is, like he can just feed it off to him or if there's like a high low or whatever the case, or he can kick out for a three, like just little things like that, just to help bam. It help it helps it helps generate more offense, but bam is like the focal point of it. Because again, if he's getting downhill or like someone setting a someone again, they're setting a veer, they're running a veer action to where Strew sets a screen for Bam and then sets one for Duncan on the weak side wing or whatever, if they're on the floor together. It just helps create more offense and it creates more movement and it distracts the defense and um, it causes more. It bends the defense more. It's just little stuff like that that I would like to see Miami run more in this series. Yeah. Well, I just haven't. I haven't felt like I've seen a whole lot of, especially because um, Bam, Bam's off the injury report. Like he's healed from the hamstring. Like yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's gonna. Be, I don't think he's healed. I just think. He's, I mean, you know, it's. it's I don't like, think it's. I think it's. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that hip will be healed until July. Oh yeah, I'm gonna him. I but I I would I will say he looked pretty athletic tonight. Like uh yeah, but he still like he looked better than the last couple games. So I don't know, maybe the treatment's been working. It's just like, but you know, like you can keep him like the key kid like keep a guy on the injury report forever. Like (laughs) see Kyle Lowry. You know what I mean? It's just uh it's just it's just one of those things. Um I think what's kind of getting lost in the shuffle here just because Caleb and Gabe had such good games is like uh, Struess's injury wasn't anything like to you know to just kind of shrug off. That man had 17 points tonight. He was playing well. Um, Multiple guys had injuries. I mean, not like Haywood suffered a little bit of an injury. I think after after Max did with his, uh, I want to say it was an ankle. And then of course, I mean, Gabe Vincent gets popped in the jaw in the second half. Yeah, but then he went by who? So uh, I, did he get popped? In still, the jaw? I mean, yeah, still an injury. I, who what, was it? What, did he get popped? Yeah, I think it was Josh Hart that popped him in the jaw. I don't like, know. I can't he went nuclear for a second, so like, like maybe that's true. But it's game. still like guys getting beat up. Like, no, I treated no. something from the hot hot account. Like at some point, the basketball gods are just like wanting Udonis has in playoff minutes. Oh, I would love to see <laughs> personally. Because I'm just, just <laughs> all these bodies are going down, especially our guards, dude. Like, yeah, Max or not Max. I mean, yeah, Max Struess, but Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, Gabe Vincent gets popped in the jaw. Caleb Martin. I know he's not technically a guard, but he still tried to hustle for a rebound late, slides into their bench and hurts his back. And it's just like, geez, like we just have bodies on bodies on bodies going down. And that, that's not good for at least the long run. I mean, I'm sure those guys will be okay. At least I hope so. But I mean, at this point, who the heck knows who's going to be healthy at all? 
No, I mean you know, nobody. Nobody's nobody's healthy in this in this damn playoffs. But well, right, that's true. yeah, yeah. I like I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, um, but like, uh, also just a shout out here. Um, if you're not following the Hot Hot Hoops uh, Twitter account, you really should. Matt's putting out um, good insights daily um, here, and like uh, especially up to the minute during the game. Like, if you're not, if you are in the sad, sad opportunity where you can't watch the game. Uh, you can pretty much get a good idea of what's going on with uh, with uh, Matt's uh, with a hot hot hoops Twitter account and Matt running it. So do that if you're not doing it. Do it right now. Um, and uh, yeah, like seriously, right now, right now, for us, we're we're gonna come and we'll get, like, we'll find go, you we'll and go. do it for you. We'll give him a second. Give him a second. <laughs> All right. I think okay. If Got you it? haven't done it yet, then Brandon is gonna come find you and he's gonna make you do it. That's I'm exa- I, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> No, you're, you're gonna do it. Come on, that's an inter- that's on. an in- that's an international flight <laughs> for for to most places. Uh, for, yeah, right, right. Listen, um, the, at some point you're still gonna do it though. We'll see. Whether it's like a year from now, two years from now, you're still gonna you're, you're still gonna find these people, dude. And you're still gonna be like, no, you better follow this hot hot account like right now. You're gonna make them do it. Matt might not even be running it at that point, but you better not. I hope to be running it at that point. Let's maybe Syria will do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. So just a one, one of the team. One of the team. Someone's, someone will find you and like grab your phone from your hands, and then like they will just tap the follow button. That'll be it. Yeah, they'll yeah. download Twitter if you don't have it, which you should be. Actually, just Twitter in general, you should be. But the only account you should be following if you just get on it is the Hot Hot Hoops account. Yeah, just download Twitter for Hot Hot Hoops. Make an account to follow yeah. Hot Hot Hoops. Yeah. And you I know, agree. make it to follow all the Miami media members. Like they do an exceptional job, and we don't get enough. Uh, and like the Heat don't get enough national attention anyway. So I, I, it's always my, it's always my favorite thing. And like oh, we'll, we'll close up the pod because I think we've done enough reactions. But uh, I do want to end on uh, on fun on a fun um, like note. Um, I always like hearing from my friends and, and people who don't watch the heat year year round when we get to playoff time because they're you know like th- this year's an exception uh but like even 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 last even last season you know like wow like i didn't realize like the heat were actually good you know or like oh could you can you believe what the miami heat are doing and every year i have oh dude i've gotten so many of those reactions already they're like oh, yeah. oh my god like the heat and it's just like dude i didn't see this like the entire season so, whoa where did jimmy butler come from <laughs> and, like what what do you mean what do you mean where did jimmy butler come from yeah he coasted a little bit in the first half of the season but he's been spectacular since all-star yeah no yeah, yeah I, i've you know, gotten a lot of those two already right, and it's a, oh and honestly my, my favorite thing uh, i think you tweet you tweeted it out um where it was like who's dropping more than 40 on the uh, on the celtics <laughs> oh yeah like come on dude it was, like, it was it Jimmy. Was, it was it was a year. It was ago. Jimmy. He had forty-seven, nine, and eight on a bum knee. Like forty twice, or I I want to say I don't think it was forty-five twice, but he dropped forty twice, right? I think he oh, dropped yeah. forty in game one. And, 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 and I think it was back to back, back to back games, if I'm not mistaken. No, I, well, it wasn't no because he had. Right. I think it was like thirty-five or thirty-six in Game Seven. I know he didn't get forty. Let me look this up. All I know is that like my non uh, one one of my buddies who does not watch um, the basketball religiously, but like will tune in occasionally during the playoffs, left out that Celtics game, telling me Jimmy G buckets in the G stands for gets, and uh, my, that's my boy Fern. Um, and uh, you know he, I'm a Butler fan of him. Um, 
that night. And so it's like All right, let me, Jimmy Jimmy makes fans in the playoffs, man. Makes let me pull fans this really quick. Uh yeah, he dropped 41 on 12 and 19 shooting, nine rebounds, five assists, four steals, three blocks. I forgot about that. Um, I know he went bonkers in that third quarter with those two straight steals. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it is, it is, this was in game one. He had 29 in game two, gets hurt in game three because of Pritchard. Uh, incidentally, I'm not calling Pritchard dirty, but it was an incidental injury. <laughs> um, he gets he had six points in game four. Yikes. 13 points off four of 18 in game five. Again, he's playing on one knee. Yeah, yeah. I and then he's it. just like, oh, wait, it's an elimination game? Okay. I'm going to get a drain. 47 on 16 of 19 shooting, 4 of 8 from deep, 11 11 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals, 1 block in 46 minutes. And then he literally played the entire 48 minutes in game 7, dropped 35 on 13 of, four sh- 13 of 24 shooting, 8 11 from the free throw line, um, with 9 rebounds, 1 assist, and 1 steal. But no, he went. More I know the tweet that I quote tweeted, I think it was 45, but it's just like, dude, this was last year. And this was one of the most memorable playoff performances. Like stepped in it in the finals. Like what? Like, it's not like no one's ever dropped 45 against the Celtics. Like what are we talking about? Exactly. Like, at least in the playoffs. Jimmy did it in Boston last year. Like Harden did yesterday. And I think Steph did it to in Boston. Like what are we talking about? Moral of the story, man. This Jimmy Butler guy is pretty good. And we hope that we have him on Saturday. So uh, just, to, just to tie a bow on it, thank you uh, for listening to the ramblings of Matt and I. Uh, Post game um, tonight, we don't do this often, but when we when we can, we try to get on for a little bit of a post game. So hopefully we'll see you again on the weekend, um, and hopefully we'll the next pod that we're on, we're celebrating a heat win. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me.